again. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Welcome to our next episode. Welcome to episode seven. seven. <laughs> you, do, do, do. You're holding up like a four with your hand. No, I so just, it was, I'm just holding my. It's, it's throwing me off. Sorry, I wasn't trying to signal you at all. <laughs> I was actually thinking about it in the car. I was like, okay, what episode is this so I don't mess it up? <laughs> well, we can always edit th- that later. Take that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are sitting on Bay's brand new couch. My brand new IKEA couch. It's so comfortable. I love it. It's very high off the ground. The cat can get underneath of it. I thought it was going to be, like, a huge pain to have to, like, make my couch. But this is actually really nice, and I am loving it. It's really nice. You even have the, the chofa thing going have, on. You got your legs. They call it an ottoman. I call it a footrest, whatever. <laughs> you know, it works. It can store stuff. I'm loving it. I, I also like the color. It, it looks blue in this lighting, but it's, it's it like is je- dark. It looks like jeans. It's dark gray. Oh, is it? It's dark Dark gray. Kind of does remind me a little bit of that denim couch that you have. That's what I was thinking. But in good lighting, it's dark gray. Anyway, you guys probably don't give a crap about you know it's the little things in life (laughs) after you turn 30 it's just like these (laughs) ikea trips are what you live for (laughs) oh gosh if i could just copy a room just like how they have their little setups i know if you just had all the money in the world (laughs) that is the goal and also like if you have the time to build each and every single one of those items yeah or if you're competent at building unlike myself with the trunk space (laughs) to put everything in can we talk about those directions though (laughs) and how the fact that they have you hammer things in with your the heel of your hand (laughs) i think that i think that they should have both words and pictures i know they have just the picture yeah like i need some instructions yeah but i mean it's so that you can see it in any language i was like i get that but can we have a compendium notebook here over here right and maybe like a side a side b (laughs) so that we're not putting things in upside down (laughs) i mean my table and chairs are good though so i don't well it's because I helped you get it. You know what? Whatever. I, I helped you choose. We stood there, no joke, people, for like 15 minutes staring at these dining room tables. As an I get a like, lot of anxiety. this one or this one, I don't Jay. like making decisions. <laughs> a or B. Let's go. <laughs> you take like two seconds and I'm, I really like to think about it. Yeah. I should think about things a little bit longer. I really should. Yeah. But this time around, we sat in every single chair or couch. <laughs> we got up. I we was got Goldie down. <laughs> We really was like, is this too firm? So it was perfect. But I digress. We should probably get into the topic at hand. All right. Well, you're going first, right? I guess so. Uh, mine, I consider my topic to be kind of like a <laughs> like a fun topic. But Yay. I know most people probably wouldn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's, so, let's hear it. And I'm really curious to see if you've heard of this because people who may or may not know Jay... Jay is a dancer uh, in her spare yes, time. I'm an She's... exotic dancer. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is. She You can pretty much do like any kind of dance. Like if you someone was to instruct you, this is how you do this jazz dance or this tap dance or this whatever it is, you can pick up things like really, really easily. But Jay is an Irish dancer. She is mm-hmm. a competitive Irish dancer. So I wonder if you've heard of this. Ooh, okay. I'm getting excited okay. <laughs> because of that. Have you ever heard of the dancing plague? No, I haven't. Okay. 
So I found this because I was looking up the last topic. I was trying to find like mass delusions and things to kind of explain the sightings of cryptids and the Mothman. Um, So mass hysteria kept coming up instead and then like in the corner it said the dancing plague and i was like okay i'm i'm tabbing this this is for next time Put a bookmark on it <laughs> so the dancing plague or dance epidemic of 1518 was a case of dancing mania oh. it occurred in strasbourg alsace it's now modern day france okay i was like is that a country alsace, alsace <laughs> not sure how to say that A-L-S-A-C-E. A-L-S-A-C-E. Yeah. So it was in... And they even... I don't know how they know this. Sauce? They know the month. Alsace? <laughs> they, they know the month of that it occurred. This is this is like hundreds of years ago, and you know that it happened in July. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was hot as balls outside. <laughs> so in July of 1518, oh my Lord. around 400 people took to dancing for days without rest, and over oh. the period of about one month, some of those people affected collapsed and even died of heart attack stroke because they heart were heart attack stroke or exhaustion because they weren't eating them they just literally they danced. were just dancing for how long a month yes well like wow. it, it, well they like not one individual danced for a whole month but over 400 people took to dancing consistently constantly without stopping okay. and the epidemic lasted a month so who's to say someone mm. may maybe lasted three days maybe lasted right. two hours whatever but it was like a month in july of 1518 wow i know 400 Crazy. people Jesus. so to me i think this is kind of like fun because this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever That's, heard I've of. I've never heard of that. That's crazy. I have no idea why, why someone wouldn't stop cool. dancing. This is the part I don't get. I was like, why wouldn't someone just stop dancing? You're about to literally die. Well, it's probably some sort of psychosis, it sounds like. Well, that's what a smart person would say. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> or the, maybe they just really we'll love to dance. We'll see what the facts tell I us. I just want to dance. <laughs> just want to dance. So, the outbreak began in July 1518, like I said, when a woman, and they even know this person's name, like, I, like Wikipedia, hey, they, how do you know these they things? Could, they kept good records back then. So, I got most of my information from History.com and Wikipedia, and so this woman, Mrs. Trophia, I guess is how you say it, began to dance in the street in Strasbourg. Um, this lasted somewhere between four and six days. For her specifically. And within a week, 34 others had joined in. It was like a flash mob. It was. The very first flash mob. It was. It was the OG <laughs> flash mob. <laughs> That's ridiculous. In 15 whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and within a month, there were more than... There were around 400 dancers. So so within a week, it was, it was multiplied to 34. Within a month, it, it multiplied to 400. Now, were they all doing the same moves? I well, That you know, would be impressive. The video camera had been invented at the time. <laughs> I'm just we, imagining everyone still, doing thriller. <laughs> but we still know what month. Or the dab. My God. <laughs> the floss. <laughs> That's how it was invented. <laughs> what is it? The Dougie? I don't know. Stanky, yeah, stanky, stanky leg. leg. A little bit of stanky, stanky leg in there. Stanky. <laughs> stanky leg is my personal dance move fave. Walk it out. I, lo- I love the stanky leg. I gotta love it. I so love the dancers name. were predominantly female. Okay. You know. Girl power? Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yes. So one report indicates 
that for a period, the plague killed around 15 people per day um, during this month-long span. Um, and then some of the historical documents that can be used to, re- to report like what actually happened are physician notes, cathedral sermons, um, local and regional chronicles, and even notes issued by um, the Strasbourg City Council. So I guess that's how we know what happened in July. It is not known why these people danced. And then, uh, you know, even if, you know, they were going to keep dancing, even though that caused their death. It's not mm-hmm. known why. They're like, this is definitely the thing I don't get. So as so th- this is the part that really, to me, I found is my personal favorite part of the story. Leave it up to a bunch of old white men to just ruin it for people oh. and make it even worse. Well, I'm just assuming that it's a bunch of old white guys. Because it's as always. the dancing plague worsened, Concerned nobles sought the advice of local physicians who ruled out astrological and supernatural causes. (laughs) And instead of announcing that the plague was a natural disease caused by what they called hot blood. So, um, so that they announced that the plague was a natural disease caused by hot blood. So bloodletting was a super popular thing at the time, which actually, believe it or not, would have been a better way of solving this problem than what they actually did. So just in case if you didn't know, bloodletting it was a form of a popular form of medical treatment for a variety of illnesses where they would literally withdraw blood from you. So a lot of times they would use like leeches and they oh, put it on okay. your body. Yeah, I have heard of that, yeah. Um and, you know, they thought that, you know, like the release of pressure or, you know, just taking that blood from you would cure illnesses and disease. So that would have been a better option than what they actually did do. Okay. So this hot blood natural disease, um, for some reason, in the instances of the dancing plague, instead of doing the pleading, authorities encouraged more dancing. That's the cure. <laughs> you gotta dance it you out. Just folks. dance out the dancing. <laughs> so, it's reverse psychology. <laughs> so um, dance more than they stop. helped this happen by opening two what they call guild halls, imagining like a dancing hall, and a grain market, and even constructing a wooden stage. Um, the authorities <laughs> did this because they believed that the dancers would recover if only they if they con- danced continuously night and day. Oh, naturally. Why? Why? <laughs> so you're going to solve this conundrum by forcing them to continue to do what you, you think they doing. should stop doing. Right. Hence why leeches would have been a smarter <laughs> option than what they actually ended up doing. Don't understand it. We'll never understand it. Definitely the part I don't get. So, um, to to increase the effectiveness of the cure, authorities even paid musicians to keep the afflicted <laughs> moving. Ridiculous is what I wrote, and with three exclamation points. I see a bunch of wa- uh, question marks after the why as well. <laughs> why? why? So, of course, this strategy was a disaster. Mm-hmm. And it's probably why it went from 34 people to 400 in, in less than a course of a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, it didn't work. And it had the opposite effect. Um, so more people started. They heard the music. They're like, like let's get oh, out there. Dance with they're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> so it had the opposite effect because after they tried to implement implement more dancing opportunities... 
Um, to supposedly cure the dancing plague, the illness underwent a dramatic growth. Performing dance- dances in more public spaces facilitated the spread of the psychic contagion. Contagion, for, <laughs> for those of you. Um, <laughs> Um, so historian John Waller stated, quote, that a marathon runner could not have lasted the intense workout that these men and women did hundreds of years ago, end quote. And they still, but they outlasted it for the most part, right? Or a lot of them died. I don't, actually, that's one thing I didn't see is, like, how many people, like, was was anyone actually just cured and just stopped? Yeah, were they just, like, did they just suddenly, like, all right, well, gotta get to work. <laughs> Snap back into it's like it. it's like when Forrest Gump is doing all that running and then he just decides to stop. Oh, yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm going home now. <laughs> all right, I'm good. <laughs> See ya. I don't. I don't know if any of them did that, or that's the one thing I did not find. But you know, maybe they need to comb through those those sermons those and chronicles just to find that out. It's kind of like the opposite of Footloose. Like instead of like trying to stop the kids from <laughs> dancing, they're like. <laughs> oh, well, let's, right. let's make them dance more and then somehow stop them. Leave it up to you to connect this to a Kevin Bacon <laughs> film. Only it's you. It's a classic. Only you. <laughs> I mean, every, everything can be really. You are the only reason Have you why... heard of the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? It's, yes. It's a game for a reason. Yes. Right? You are the only reason why I've even ever seen that movie the first You're time. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so, theories, modern theories include things like Food poisoning caused by the toxic and psychoactive chemical products of a specific kind of er- ergot fungi, which grows commonly in grains and the wheat family, such as rye. And these things were used for baking bread. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's called ergotamine is the main psychoactive product of ergot fungi and um, is the substance that is also used in LSD. Oh, it's how like LSD yeah, that'll was, ori- do it. <laughs> was originally synthesized. So the same fungus has also been implicated in other major historical anomalies like the Salem witch trials. Oh. So, however, the, that historian that I mentioned before, Waller, he disagrees with that. He, he said, quote, this theory does not seem tenable since it is unlikely that those poisoned by ergot could have danced for days at a time, nor would so many people have reacted to its psychotropic chemicals in the same way. Yeah. The ergotism theory also fails to explain why virtually every outbreak occurred somewhere along the Rhine and Moselle rivers. Yes, didn't it all happen in the same spot? Like the one woman was dancing and then other people in that same spot started dancing, right? I don't know. Just at least in that Strasbourg area. So who knows? I don't know how big Although that city is. Although who knows? People could have been dancing in their houses, too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> by themselves. Yeah. Um, but er- so it was It was all... some. So according to him, he says, somewhere along the Rhine and Moselle rivers, areas linked by water, but with quite different climates and crops, end quote. So he speculated that the dancing was was actually what you said, stress-induced psychosis Hmm. um, and on a mass scale because the region where the people um, danced was riddled with starvation and disease. Um, And the inhabitants tended to be more superstitious um, uh, because, you know, this was like the medieval time, medieval era. So, you know... You can't imagine what they were going through. Right. I can't... I don't think they had a lot of mental health care. But then, at the same time, if you're starving, 
how do you have the energy to, to dance at all and who and knows the stamina? Uh, what I found, um, it said that others say that it could have been an example of psychogenic movement disorder yeah. um, happening in mass like hysteria Parkinson's or something or mass psycho psychogenic illness which involves many individuals suddenly exhibiting the same bizarre behavior. Oh, wow. The behavior spreads rapidly and broadly in an epidemic pattern. The sufferers are primarily adolescent females, and this could have been created due to psychological stress. Um, so I was just wondering if you had heard of this psychological illness. It is something they called Korea. But not like the, like the country. country? <laughs> um, like I think it's called Korea. It could be Choria. Choria. How's it spelled? C H O R E A. Is it Choria? Korea. Cor Cor. Oh, Korea sounds good. Yeah, I've never heard of that though. Korea sounds better um, than what I was. Korea. Saying. <laughs> I, I don't know how to say that, but it's C H O R E A. Well, I guess Choria. Unless it's a French word, could be. Who knows? So well, that sound French, so but. the psycho so if it was a psychogenic illness caused by stress, um, it could have created chorea, 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 which is an abnormally involuntary movement disorder, and um, w one of a group of neurological disorders um, called oh my gosh <laughs> dyskinesis. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so I had a feeling you had heard of something <laughs> like this. So it basically it looks like kinesia. It looks like quick movements of the feet and hands. Yeah. That could also look like dancing. Yeah. Well, like think about Parkinson's. Like that's probably the closest thing we can think of. But that today. does not look like dancing, in my well, opinion. Like I see like shaking. Yeah, but like sometimes it looks like their heads kind of bobbing, and like you know back in this time it, maybe it was like a more intense form of it but that's the closest thing that you know i could think of as an example of that yeah of a of you know maybe know. maybe this was like a really severe form of parkinson's i mean maybe but maybe like, they're having why seizures. would 400 people have parkinson's all of a sudden at uh, once that's true. it doesn't make sense. that yeah that is that but, doesn't but make sense the 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 chorea is the is the movement disorder that could have been triggered due to the stress that they had had the yeah, psychogenic it's just, stress yeah. or psychogenic illness. The thing illness. that fascinates me is that it, it just happened, well, at least it seems like it just happened in this one area and then kind of spread, which makes yeah. you think it's like an airborne thing. And, I mean, it could be related to the water as well. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I definitely buy that it's somehow related to psychosis in some way, for sure. Yeah. But, the, um, the, the, I mean, psychosis can be caused by so many things, you know? So is it fair to say that it could be caused by environmental things? Not, not usually except oh, for drugs. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and it, you know, one thing like it, it can be caused by other biological things like UTI or something. Oh. But that's not. I'm just trying to think of anything that would be contagious. But in the 1500s, God only knows what they had going on. Yeah, I mean, the 1500s were a long time ago, and Lord only knows they had a lot more stuff to worry about than we do today. That's yeah. all I have to say. Yeah. But I just kind of thought that this was, like, a, in, a funny topic. Yeah. Wait, so did it did it stop? Like, all of a sudden... I guess so. They just stopped dancing, or they all died? It or? said that there were even um, independent outbreaks of Korea. Korea? <laughs> that one's going to stump me. Um, the C um, word. <laughs> called 
epidemics of dancing mania, and that was in the Middle Ages. So they had seen epidemics of the um, that movement disorder okay. um, throughout the Middle Ages. So not exactly the same time period, but... Hmm. Yeah, maybe it was the stress. They had seen it. But the location, I think, is interesting. It reminds me of that. Uh, there's an, a House episode, that show House, where they were on an airplane, and then one person got sick, and then all these other people started getting sick, and it was just because of that mass hysteria idea, and they all thought they had this crazy contagious disease, oh, wow. but it was really just this one guy had, had like, really bad flu or something like that. And they, so it was, like, in their head, basically. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's what that is TV. No, but it just reminds me, like, the one time I got food poisoning, I didn't start getting symptoms till after I knew that my friend had it. That's and true, it was I remember that. And it was the day after that, and it was weird, and a part of me was like, is there something psychological going on where my body <laughs> is just convinced that I, too, have food poisoning? You so. didn't even believe your own I know, symptoms. I know. <laughs> Well, I just thought the timing was weird because when you, when you get food poisoning, it happens a few hours later because your body wants usually, to get it I out. Usually, I think so. Yeah. Or it might have just so. been the, the good old flu and it was just a really, really bad version of it. But Yeah, maybe. The, the good old flu. Yeah. <laughs> the old-fashioned flu. Yeah. Sweating, you know, everything out. I just thought that this was interesting also because, like, usually epidemics aren't silly like this. Like, yeah. The They're dancing, not fun. But, I mean, who thought, I mean, obviously these people did, but who would think that, that oh, you know what, let's just make it m- easier for them to do it, and th- that'll cure it. Yeah. That'll cure it. Bring on the music! Strike the <laughs> band, maestro! Like, if you're gonna dance, do it well, okay? We gotta give you some music, some lessons, a stage, dance, some dance. costumes. I don't know. Well, so I just thought that this was like the perfect job. I'm I really thought that you might have heard of it already though because no, of the dancing. That's, that's that's a new one. We don't go over the history. They just teach us, you know. <laughs> here's the moves. Here's well, how you do it. Well, now you can share this tidbit with people. I'll I'll scare all the little kids that I dance with. Hey, <laughs> guess what? This is a disease. <laughs> Okay, so are you ready for my topic? I, I am This is your excited. favorite part. Oh, oh, she's pulling the blanket up. <laughs> it's like I'm getting ready to read you a bedtime story. It's, yes, it's like bedtime. <laughs> I'll tuck you in. Um, so, May, I'm sure you've heard of um, different ways of uh, classifying one's gender. You know, now we have transgender, yes. gender non-binary. Um, gender neutral. Yeah, all this. So now um, there's a new term, not related to gender, but it's kind of a, a an offshoot of that, I guess. Um, have you heard of the term transspecies? Oh. <laughs> you look scared. <laughs> oh, I'm worried. <laughs> it's not, it's not. Is this like furries? It's on that level, yeah. Oh, great. So, Please tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> now, these people believe that they are the animal. Um, so, trans species is basically the belief that you're a non-human species. Um, so, one article... Um, oh, someone read a few too many Harry Potters, and exactly. I am a huge HP oh, fan, this is and like, I'm not even there. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is... I mean, this is just way too into the fantasy world for me, but... So, Nano is a 20-year-old Norwegian woman who believes she's a cat. 
Um, she wears these cat ears because you know that makes you a cat. Um, she she's she hisses at other cats. She tries to hunt mice. In parentheses, I wrote, no success at catching any yet. Big shock. Um, <laughs> she says, oh my god, our ca- the cat just walked in, too. <laughs> he like, looked like he, at you. He can hear it. He looked over He's like, you. this bitch is crazy. <laughs> I don't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says she has, quote, superior hearing and vision ability. Um, Nano, quote, realized she was a cat when she was 16 years old. She speaks a special cat language with her does. friend. Of course she does. Who also identifies as a cat. Oh, how lucky that they I found know, each other. And they what know are the th- same language that <laughs> only those two know. What are the chances? Yeah. Um, she wears cat ears, like I said, and grooms herself with furry gloves because she hates water. Um, Ew. Does yeah. she not wash? That's... Does she lick herself? Well, she... I don't. I don't understand. She 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 was like licking these paws. There's a video of, like, video interview. So I'll post that on the Facebook page. But my favorite of this article was the comments. So I just wrote down some of the few. Um, the first one was, "Dang, the kitty litter cost must be a killer." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And, and then, um, ew. Do you think she really uses I, kitty litter? Because cats can use I the think, toilet. I know. Well, I think there's probably some... I, I don't think this girl's willing to go that far. I think she's just more of, like, kind of just a child. Like, just acting like a child. Um, but I'm sure there are people that do go to that point. Or, like, go outside or, you know, whatever. Um, oh, and then another comment Imagine was... what the neighbors must Oh, my think. God. <laughs> like, oh, there's, there's that crazy cat person. <laughs> And then another comment was, we have a trans species in caps in the White House. He's a horse's ass thinking he's president of the U.S. (laughs) And the last one was, it was good to see David Spade is getting out and about again. (laughs) I'm like, David Spade? Like, (laughs) who hates on David Spade? (laughs) I like him. I do too, but it was kind of funny. Um... There's also um, Kimberly Eventide, a 36-year-old from Chicago. Now, she identifies as an elf trapped in a human body. That I have heard of. Yeah. She, they, they're, like, on episodes of Botched. Yeah. So she labels herself as, as other kin. Um, and this is a term coined to describe those who feel a connection to mythical creatures and do not deem themselves entirely human. I've heard of that, too. And she became interested in elves after Big Shock. Lord, she of, the read Lord of the Rings. Ooh. Yeah. Um, she, um, she, I guess, became sort of known from a YouTube. Um, she started a YouTube channel. Um, she believes herself to be a Pleiadian starseed. And this is an elven being who uses past memories and connections to other lives in order to help humanity. She believes she was sent to Earth um, in order to guide humanity into higher dimensions of both perception and experience. You pretty, you think you're pretty damn important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, get over yourself, I'm sorry. But Pleiadian elves are nature-oriented and exist as one with nature and the advance in technology. Um, so after being called to the Pleiadian elves... <laughs> I feel like I'm just using air quotes, like, this whole time, but, uh, <laughs> um, Kimberly set up a Facebook page, 
And um, the Facebook page is called the Elven Light Path. And it's to inspire Ooh. those who are interested in being more elven. And that's when she set up the YouTube channel. Um, it's called High Elven Wisdom and Love. And that sheds light on how to apply elf behavior to everyday life. Um, and I saw a few pictures of her. She she wears these prosthetic ears. Yeah. Um, she looks exactly like, what's her name, Liv Tyler from mm. from Lord of the Rings. Like, she's got the, that, this... The, the, the elongated, skinny features. Yeah, she's got very nice eyes. Like, her eyes almost look kind of... I don't think she's wearing any, any sort of eye contacts, but um, her eyes do kind of look, like, somewhat, like, animalistic, I guess. Like, she could be an animorph or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, like, a bunch of pictures of her, like, with her head against a tree and just, like, <laughs> I don't know, just, it's all about her. Like, it's, to me, it just seems narcissistic, but, um, so a little more about other kin. It's a subculture that developed through online elven communities that started in the 90s. I guess, I don't know when Lord right of the Rings came out. Lord of the Rings, oh, okay. the movie came out. When did the book come out? I oh, guess the around book that came out, no. That book is old. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. The I book... tell you, the internet just introduces you to everybody. Or at least I think <laughs> I'm almost certain now people are going to be screaming at us because everyone knows way more about this than I do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure The Hobbit came out first and the book and then The Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. And then after a very long time, they made the movie in probably like around 2001. Because I remember the movie The Hobbit came out after... Yeah, but I but I'm but it, oh you mean the that's books? the okay. story, so I'm right. pretty sure that's how the books were written too. Yeah, so like you got it wrong. It was two thousand and three. Dumbass, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, how do you I not apologize. Know that? I saw one of the movies. One, I think in one of my classes when it was like a slow day or something. But oh my, <laughs> no, I, those I saw all three in theaters. I was like whoa. What's his name? So short. What's the main guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> Elijah Wood? Yeah. I was uh, like, Frodo? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> but anyway. Um, He's another kin. What can we say? Yeah. The original. The OG. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't want to be a hobbit. The elves oh. were definitely oh, the, and the best part is in this, that movie. She, this woman is married. And... Oh. Is so, he an elf? Interspecies no, erotica. Not. He's not. And he's not... <laughs> So she says he doesn't really agree with it, but he kind of lets her do her thing, but I don't think he's, like, a big fan of it. Let her... Excuse me. <laughs> Jay, she can do whatever she wants. How would you feel if your husband came in and said he was an elf? I mean, I can't stop him. He does what he does. Yeah, I wouldn't but... like it, but... <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if this is what makes this woman happy... Again, I'll say it again. I'll say it every time. Let your freak flag fly. <laughs> if she's not hurting anybody, then go for it. Yeah, that's that's true. Do whatever you got to do to get through the I day. I guess it just worries me that she's an adult and it's... But who knows if she truly believes it as much as she's saying she does. Because, like, you're saying, like, when you're promoting yourself that yeah. heavily on YouTube and Facebook, it does kind of sound like she's just kind of trying to be famous. Yeah, and that's true. But it but it's also kind of seems like she's trying to take advantage of people by being like, oh, you, you can be an elf like Maybe me. Maybe it's similar to the brony situation, where they're just kind of coming together and finding their but happy place. But that's an equal... Place playing field to me and like this this woman is saying i'm this she's the leader i'm this high elf and i have these powers and i'm going to teach you how to be like me themselves that well or maybe not even in her case but in some 
cases, they just want it so bad that they just kind of convince themselves yeah. that it's, a, you know, that it's really happening. The, I could see maybe she might get discriminated against if she has a specific costume or, yeah. or... And I'm sure these looks. people get made fun of very badly. Yeah, and that's so terrible. That's, yeah. That, I, don't, I definitely don't agree with that. But at the same time, like, they're, every employer has a dress code. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, not every, but, but most I, I of them do. I feel like we're becoming, like, once something becomes mainstream, it's, like, more and more lax with dress codes. Like, yeah. think about how nose rings used to be, like, yeah. so forbidden. Yeah. And, like, seen as, like, oh, you're, like... And now I have culture. one. Yeah, and <laughs> my coworker has one, and honestly, I don't even notice half the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's almost, yeah, so it's... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so who knows? Give this woman ten years. Soon the, the false ears. And the elf ears are going to really take over. Right. I mean, I think her her future is on the stage somewhere. It's on the rise. <laughs> Just in front of an audience. But, shoot, she probably makes more money than I do. Probably. Uh, we picked the wrong career. Combined. We picked the wrong <laughs> <laughs> I bet her husband's living off of her income. <laughs> um, <laughs> Although, I... I'd be interested to hear from the LGBT community about how they feel about something like this because... I would be, too. To me, it kind of takes away from their yes. fight and yes. kind of almost kind of mocks like it. Like, people have legit died yeah. over their struggle. Yeah. How many of these folks have met an untimely end? I don't know. I could right. be 100% and, wrong. And they did make the argument that, um, you know, at, at one point, you know, gay people were seen the same way, like, just kind of... It was a mockery, and people laughed at them, and they, they said, you're true. full of it. So That's true. But it's just, I don't know. <sighs> that is very true. You know, our opinions on matters definitely change and shape over time, and as societal norms come into focus. Yeah. Who knows what, how we may feel in 20 years. Right. But, you know, as long as she's not swindling people out of money, I'm yeah. still okay with it. Yeah, I don't know. She seemed a little odd, and she was on Pierce Morgan, and that's... Oh, she was? Yeah. And she definitely seemed a little odd. Oh, he had a really funny quote. He's like, I, too, am trans-species. I'm trans-slender, or something, (laughs) saying, like, oh, he's really skinny, even though he looks fat, or Uh, something. You know, everyone's got their little jokes, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then there was a Vice article where they interviewed a 19-year-old named John. He identified as a fox... Um, he states he awakened about a year ago. He says he first started getting very realistic dreams where he would shift into a fox. Then he started having, quote, mental shifts while while awake where he would suddenly feel like he had a tail. Um, see, this is a part where I think they're just... He would suddenly feel like he had a tail? I think when you just... That's creepy. I think he just really wanted to be a fox and he would just kind of imagine himself yeah. being a fox. And then someone even said it could be some sort of phantom limb syndrome phantom tail syndrome yeah Interesting. but to have that you have to actually have lost a limb put that in the dsm jesus christ i know um yeah well maybe it will be who yeah. knows but it does say something to the power of of the mind and how we can convince ourselves if of something if we really want to like my coworker was the one who mentioned this and she would joke like well you know i'm I'm a self-identified, you know, billionaire, and I'm like, it's kind of like that that thing, like the secret, like if if you, you know, set your mind to something, it could really happen. Mm-hmm. Not that everyone could become a billionaire, but it's just like, mm-hmm. I wonder if it if you really, yeah, if you started to really tell yourself that you are and acted like one, if, you know, it would affect 
have an effect and maybe you would not become a billionaire but just kind of save up money like a self-fulfilling prophecy or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Oh, my mom bought into that secret like you wouldn't believe. Um, so did, like, all middle-aged <laughs> white women. <laughs> Where do you think Oprah gets all her money from? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> um, so there's there's a trans-species society. Um, the website is uh, pretty crappy, so I'm pretty sure it was just, like, a few people that... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm trying to hold judgment here, but... Um, <laughs> The Trans Species Society is an association, this is like their, on their about page. It's an association that gives voice to non-human identities, raises awareness of the challenges trans species face, mm -hmm. advocates for the freedom of self-design, and offers the develop of, development of new senses and organs. So they were also linked to the Cyborg Society. Oh, okay. So they're like... They're, Those are people who like putting machines in yeah, their bodies. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was... Um, but they, they just like that modification. That's like body modification. To yeah. me, like, they, I don't necessarily feel like they, f like they felt like they were born to have a machine inside yeah. them. They, I think they are more linked to, like, the advancement in technology. Like, this is going to happen one day, so I might as well do it kind of thing. Like, I am advancing myself as a human and, yeah. and technology at the same time. I don't think that they think that they were born as a machine secretly well some of these people they don't think that they were necessarily born as this animal but they just they feel like on some level they are this animal or like that one guy who was awakened at a certain age so i don't know awakened. yeah i think some people there's like different variations of it but i think the whole idea is just that we can be something more than what we're born as kind okay. of thing okay and I, honestly like the cyborg thing it's it's like that is kind of cool because I think it has a lot of, like, health, like, yeah, you know, potential. I remember watching a True Life episode. I remember that, too. And that was, ugh, that yeah. was freaky. Yeah. They, well, they did not have, that one particular person did not have the expertise yeah. to be putting that and, stuff Yeah, they were going to somebody's it. house and they were like. Like in someone's garage. Yeah. All right, let's make this happen. But, I mean, I think, I think it's more like the ideas that they come up with can be used later on. Like, I don't know. It, it yeah. just seems like... Later on, with the right yeah, yeah, tools, of course, of the course. right... But I think the thinking is good, you know. Um, and then and then it uh, it kind of linked me to another story about a trans-ager. Oh, no. <laughs> it just keeps getting better. Oh. Um, so just this is a real quick story. It was a, it was a story about a 52-year-old uh, transgender female, Steph I guess it's Stephanie, but it looks like... Stephanie, like K-N-E, uh, formerly Paul um, Walsh, identifies as a six-year-old female. At age 46, Walsh deserted his wife and his seven children to live his true life. He says, I can't deny I was married. I can't deny I have children. Um, but I've moved forward now, and I've gone back to being a child. Wait, I isn't that that baby type thing? Well, see, those people, it's more of like a, like they play as a baby, but I mean, I guess. I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong but with I feel this like those people get transgendered. Up, right. But he's saying he's six years old. Oh. You missed that part? Okay. I was confused. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, so, no. So we're totally A-OK -okay with the fact that he's transgender. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. 
but he has also decided that he is six year old a six year old inside of a forty six yeah. and he deserted his family, body. his wife and seven kids, and just said, "You know what? I'm going to be a six year old you know, I just feel like at at some point we're gonna it's gonna be to the point where people are going to try to be suing and saying, you know you're ageist against me because I'm identify <laughs> yeah. with this well, and then it's that woman that that said she was another race that you know uh, got caught with the that woman's NAACP. Ter- she's terrible. Yeah. So it's like I feel like there is a I there saw that is a line about her. It was oh, I want to watch that. It was interesting. Like she claims that she was just born the wrong race. I just don't understand how that can happen. You like, can live a certain type of lifestyle. You can adopt a way that you look. Yeah. But you can't just become uh, somebody yeah. else. Right. You're never going to understand what you know. Yeah. What people of color go through like you can mm-hmm. pretend as much as you want and yeah mm-hmm. you can like you said change yeah your appearance. that's pretty much what the documentary said yeah i mean i think the best thing she could have done if she really wanted to you know advocate for people of color is just by you know doing just that you know going to black lives matter rallies and you know, getting involved with the black community but not going around saying you're black and trying to get that attention and that credit yeah like, just um you know fighting for you can fight for the cause but you know don't don't try to don't try to act like you you're something you're not i guess yeah 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 and this is um you know just a uh i guess disclaimer this is from two white women who <laughs> yes are cisgendered and uh you know so <laughs> we really have to i guess you know watch ourselves and um I, I believe there were a few times when we both called the uh Yes, the I just realized that too. So the the ager, the trans ager, I should have said she instead of he. Yeah, and yeah. I, I I called her a he too. So uh correction's corner. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, just wanted to, to put that in there because um Yes, we don't want to offend anybody. Right, right. So yeah. we, we wanna apologize. make sure we're getting we're crossing our T's and dotting our I's. Yeah, so um <clears throat> Yeah. Anyway, I guess that about wraps up uh, tonight's I think so too. episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. And we'll come back in a couple of weeks with another weird topic and something <laughs> else that we don't get. And hopefully... Hopefully we'll get it. Hopefully we'll sound <laughs> fairly coherent when we're talking about it. <laughs> and Maybe not like we we're, won't sound drunk. <laughs> not like we're talking in circles. Um, okay, you Let's guys have goals. a good night. Bye.